You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Welcome to it. It's nice I could just do the radio show now and breathe, because the last uh, 24 hours have been, uh, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of hectic, but a lot of fun. I did a uh, speech last night at a uh, convention of states meeting, and it was kind of uh, cool. And, and I'm, I'm very proud to say that I think I have arrived at a, as a conservative speaker. Uh, you know, not because of what I said, not because of the moment that it happened, but because uh, we had seats for about 150 people. That's all the room would allow. And apparently some uh, lefties decided to hack into the system and try to get tickets and, and take all the tickets online so nobody would show up and 3,000 uh maybe not individuals but hackers leftists lib libtards whatever you want to call them uh they attempted to get all the tickets so nobody would show up but they figured it out so we weeded out all the uh all the morons and we got the smart people in there and we had a really 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 nice time last night i uh, posted some pictures on social media you can see it there uh it was really cool and i'll have a full report on that Coming up, as well as uh, the uh, the hearings yesterday on Capitol Hill, we got some stuff on that. We got a bunch of nonsense around the country they're going to get to. But I want to talk about uh, you know I have never been a country music fan before. I a little bit you know I like some country music. I like uh, some twangy old country music. I like me some Willie Nelson, some newer stuff you know. But uh, never been a huge country music fan until this song. Suck upon somebody on a sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town and, of course, because it is uh, the voice of small-town people, the left is calling it racist and a call for violence and lynching. Yeah. There's that. But, you know, uh, the thing is that this song has all of the stereotypes that the left loves. They say it's lynching because there's some crime mentioning in the very beginning with all the burnings and stuff that happened in the summer 22. So the left immediately associates all those acts of violence with black people. And that's why they're calling the song, speaking out against the violence, as somehow racist, you see. So it's a leftist cliche and racist stereotype driving their hate. And then, of course, just the, uh, the hate of small-town America and the hate of a flyover country. See how far you make it down the road. Around here we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. That is a threat. It's like Mississippi burning all over again. But it's not. It's not. It's the voice of people across the country, white, black, and otherwise, who live in small towns. By the way, I was in uh, Panama, Iowa, and, uh, and Missouri Valley, Iowa. whole lot of Hispanic people living there, by the way. Uh, and this is the voice of small town people across the country who saw what happened in the summer of 2020 and said, look at the idiots running these cities. You bring that stuff here, and we'll put it out. 
because violence, uh, particularly stoked by uh, uh, nonsense, paid for by George Soros, involving Antifa, involving Black Lives Matter, which is a group now. I mean, it's really funny. Black Lives Matter is so ungodly corrupt. They got hundreds of millions of dollars from uh, corporate sponsors and celebrities who felt guilty for some reason about, I don't know, being born, right? And so they poured all this money into Black Lives Matter. They even said that you couldn't say White Lives Matter. You couldn't say Brown Lives Matter. You couldn't say All Lives Matter. You could not say All Lives Matter because for some reason that was racist. Here's the part where he sings about guns. That makes him even more racist. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're gonna round up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down. And it's kind of weird because people in the small towns usually have guns legally. Unlike a lot of people who commit crimes, and um, Hunter Biden, I guess there's Hunter Biden there. <laughs> that that kind of happens. I, I just think it's hilarious, and I think it find it uh, very fortuitous that I visited uh, about a dozen small towns in Southwest Iowa, and you got people here who who are just trying to, you know, they they literally they go out and they plow fields and they work all damn stinking day and they shovel crap so they can feed people, and they never say, you know, I hope this doesn't feed any black people because we certainly hate the black people. No. No, they do that because they want to put food on your table so they can put food on their table. You understand how this works? You understand how this works? I'm going to tell you, country music television, you can kiss my butt as far as I'm concerned. That that uh, CMT would pull that from their network shows how out of touch CMT is with the country music listener. It is, it honestly, I, I until a few years ago, America was a melting pot. It was celebrated in popular culture when I grew up, Great American Melting Pot. You could be Irish, you could be German. When I grew up in, in uh, Iowa, uh, Johnny Elias, he was, I, I don't know what, uh, I think he was <clears throat> maybe uh, Libyan, I'm not sure, but he owned a grocery store in Minden. Nobody went into a store and said, hey man, you ain't a white person, you can't be open that store here. No, he's new Johnny Elias. And there were other names, Vidlack. There were other names uh, that, uh, that were uh, brown people, Hispanics. We didn't care. I grew up watching Sesame Street. I didn't care about color. It didn't matter to me. I had, uh, you know, obviously I went to a school in Neola, Iowa. We had, I think, two uh, uh, kids of color in my senior class. Oh, my God, they're racist. No, no, no. It just, that's, uh, that's the demographic. It just happens. Uh, you know, some people live some places. Some people live in other places. It's okay. It's not caused by racism. It's where people choose to live. You know, so anyway, uh, we never, in fact, the one girl who was of color uh, was one of the most popular people at the school. Nobody uh, maligned her. Nobody called her the N-word. Nobody said, well, back then, uh, uh, song lyrics didn't have uh, the N-word in it. Every other word. It's kind of weird. We kind of got more racist. But out of nowhere, out of whole cloth, uh, about a decade, maybe a little bit longer ago, all the people in this country who had presumed that, you know, we were a melting pot and we didn't care about skin color and we worked hard together. We we're proud of the country. If you look at the Olympic team, I don't know if you notice this, but our Olympic teams always have, uh, I don't know, people from all over the world in there. But if you look at the Chinese Olympic team, what do you see? They're all Chinese. Okay. Yeah, it's generally that way. Same way with Korean team, Japanese team, same way with the Russian team. You don't see a whole lot of black people on the Russian team, do you? You know, 
you know. But somehow we're all sorts of racist and everything. And look at this. Country Music Television is pulled this uh, this. Uh, song because uh, it, uh, it is racist and violent. And ABC has refused to pull the record from the CMA Fest. The CMA Fest, I guess they recorded it. And this is all because a prominent gun control activist is taking credit for canceling Jason Aldean's new song, which she calls Racist and Violent. Shannon Watts, founders of Moms Demand Action. Not Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty, they have common sense and intelligence. Anyway, so moms demand action. At least this woman, I'm not saying the whole movement. This is Shannon Watts. You know, she's a Karen. Called attention to the lyrics. Uh, Try that in a small town over the weekend. When you wrote that, the lyrics to the song are about how he and his friends will shoot you if you try to take their guns. No, that's not it. <clears throat> not at all. Not at all. Uh, that would only be if the government did and if they tried to force themselves on you in your home like a jackbooted thugs. Watts pointed out the Aldean song was on stage during the mass shootings at Las Vegas concert in 2017. So she brought that in, even though it has nothing to do with the song now. But, of course, she is. Uh, Watts tweeted, proud to have a hand on getting CMT reject this racist and violent song. Here's the problem. Uh, this song is now the most popular song in America. And uh, thank you very much for that. Once again, the left does it. The left is not only, uh, has not only uh, demonized two groups of people with nonsense, but they've also made this the most popular song in America. Yay, America. So it's also kind of funny that uh, Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow's a uh, you know a rock star, famously left of center, used to be married to Lance Armstrong, the whole deal. I had a chance to meet her a couple times, once before she won the Best New Artist Grammy when I was in Columbia, Missouri, and once at a coffee shop in, um, in Minneapolis. Seemed like a night person, but she, of course, is it. She's calling it racist and sexist and all that stuff. So, uh, but this is kind of funny. Uh, try that in a small town, and the accompanying video is now top of the iTunes charts less than 24 hours as outlets began reporting that the video had been pulled from CNT, beating out the massively popular Korean pop star group BTS with their song, you know, that big song they did that's so famous, the song about... Korea or something. Anyway, uh, that, that, that said, I, I clearly don't know their music. Uh, in addition, Aldine's visual, visuals made their way to the top of the music video chart, passing Taylor Swift, who's also a vocal left winger. And, uh, you know, so I say, here, here, keep that going. Keep that going. Hire a transgendered people to say they're women and sell your beer. See how well that works. And then malign patriotic and good songs about America. And uh, watch the album sales go through the ceiling. Just just watch that. It's has got Kind of funny. I think it's fantastic. This is Jim Gossett about Cheryl Crow on the Rob Carson Show. Cheryl Crow needs to close her trap. Posted it. No one wants to hear her yap. I uh, never have, really. Just shut up and sing. All she gives us is liberal pap. Pap's a good word for it. Cheryl Crow should try to shut her mouth. Couldn't you rhyme it with spit or something? I don't know. Just, I, yes, she should try to shut her mouth, but you know. Nah, she won't. Cheryl Crow is the dumbest baby you know. Cheryl Crow is the dumbest. When it comes to being stupid, she's first. Mm-hmm. When 
it comes to being wrong, she's the worst. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Cheryl's whining on Twitter. Won't let it go. Cheryl Crow is so bitter. Yeah. Baby, you know her career's in the dumpster. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be careful uh, rhyming the word quitter. Uh, anyway, we've got a bunch of stuff uh, to get through today. Audio from Capitol Hill yesterday. Also, uh, you know, the, the cocaine controversy? Yeah, um, it just got a whole lot worse. The, uh, the Secret Service claims that they have no DNA evidence. They have no physical evidence. And it turns out the reason they do is because they blew it up. After they knew cocaine was in the bag. Yeah, somebody's in the bag for Joe Biden, I'm thinking. Anyway, all that's coming up. Here's a number if you want to chime in. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it, and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. That's talking about Democrat-run cities. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Sounds a whole lot like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Yeah, you think it's tough. We'll try that in a small town. See how far you make it. Number one song in America because uh, idiot liberals here decided take... to do what they always do and say something they like is racist. And it wasn't. It won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. I guess that makes me the original racist then when it comes to uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Because the summer of 2020, when I was doing, before this show, I literally said, uh, why don't you BLM bring that to my hood? I said, bring that here. See how it works in Olathe, Kansas, or Overland Park, Kansas, or Council Bluffs, Iowa, or Poughkeepsie, New York. A little large city there, kind of left of center. How about uh, Dubuque? I don't even know Dubuque. Uh, But whatever. Try it. But, of course, the left being racist immediately said that this song is racist because it, uh, well, here, here's why they're racist in saying it. Here are the lines. Sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on an owner of a liquor store. You know, uh, you think that's cool? Well, act like a fool, cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag, uh, and light it up. So this is all what uh, BLM and Antifa did. But the people who were protesting the song immediately ascribed that violence to black people. That's why they call it racist and in doing so they're so so racist right and then of course the other target is people who live in small towns presumably mega fascist gun owners so that's why they're mad about it and that's why it's the number one song in america here's the uh, they're speaking from a, a small town perspective and by the way a lot of black people hispanic people uh, live in small towns so don't think it's all just a bunch of white people living in small towns drive through mississippi sometime 
<clears throat> anyway, you cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. Yeah, don't cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag, sight it on fire, pull on, on, the, on the owner of a liquor store. If you do that here in my hood, you're going to get shot because we're open carry. You know what our murder rate is in Olathe? About zero. You know what our smash and grab robbery rate is? About zero. So, uh, you know, to the uh, liberals who don't like this song and are all ticked off about it, suck it. There you go. That's all I have to say. I hate to be untoward, but I'm really tired of this nonsense. I'm tired of people who love America and would defend anyone, regardless of their color, including people who signed up for the military and fought alongside people of color, and people of color served alongside of white guys and white women, and it's never been a big deal. But you're picking a fight, and I'm telling you, you have started one, and we are going to finish it. Not in a violent fashion, but the revolution that is going to turn back this Maoist nonsense is going to calm, come from tens of thousands of small towns around the country. So keep doing what you're doing. And by the way, if you think anybody believes the, the, uh, the testimony by Democrats on Capitol Hill that says there's no way that Joe and Hunter Biden are uh, corrupt... Nobody in America believes that. Do you know why? Because Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's corruption has become so obvious that it's a punchline. So everybody knows it. It's become a joke line. It's like cocaine in the White House. Everybody, every comedian worth their salt immediately said, oh, well, duh, it's, it's Hunter's cocaine. Nobody believes your crap. Yeah, it's fantastic. Please keep helping us to sell songs and other merchandise by calling us racist or calling us whatever. It's awesome. Let's go to Mike in Reisterstown, Maryland. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the Rob Cars. Or Mark, I should say. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, Rob. Yes. Hey, um, totally agree with you. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with the song, but I haven't heard it mentioned. I'm sure you're aware, but I just wanted to bring it up so we're fully aware. I think the left sometimes doesn't even know why they're supposed to be triggered. But supposedly, the... The, most of the video was recorded in front of a Tennessee courthouse where there was a, a lynching in 1926 and some kind of race riot in the 40s. So yeah. supposedly, I just wanted to hear your comment on that. Is that true? And Well, you know, it was, it, you know what? It was a county courthouse, it, which is, by the way, generally the county seed in, uh, in uh, cities around the country, including Ozark, Missouri, where my, my wife was. There is a history associated with all buildings, and you can't immediately screen out. But I don't believe that Jason Aldean picked that courthouse because, oh, yeah, there was a lynch in there. No, he didn't. It was just a okay. county courthouse, and it was taken out. It was, it was meant to hit on the government. Go ahead. No, good point. I just wanted to comment on that because when you search it on Google, that pops up. As, of oh, course it does because it's Google, Mark. Mark, everything yeah, well, on Google is is skewed <laughs> toward the left. You know that. You're never going to get a straight answer from Google. I know. I just wanted to just that we have the defense for that. that right. You bet. But Guys. You bet. The courthouse is, particularly in county seats across the country, like in Pottawatomie County, Iowa, where I'm from, and, and Ozark, Missouri, where my wife is from. They are county courthouses that have been there forever. Jason Aldean picked a courthouse, did a projection video on the courthouse. It wasn't a celebration of white supremacy. It wasn't a celebration of racists. And honestly, don't Google it, because Google is a joke. Google will send you in another direction. Hell, I couldn't even, I could barely get the lyrics to the song on Google. I had to go to Duck. Duck go because they lie about everything. 
like I said, keep it coming, guys, because you've been crying racism for at least 35 years. I predicted over 30 years ago it would fall on deaf ears. You're still doing it. Everybody knows Jason Aldean and his music are not racist. We know that it's effective and powerful and now extremely popular, and that's why the left hates it, because they're miserable people. Clay, you're up next. Hold on. This is The Rob Carson Show. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion. Gold was $1,000 an ounce. Today, $32 trillion and $2,000 an ounce. So now that we have $1 trillion in interest payments annually, another $1 trillion on defense, do we really think the spending is going to slow down? A surging national debt is bullish for gold. Bloomberg stated, gold appears as a caged bull awaiting a catalyst. The oncoming commercial real estate crisis will be that catalyst. $1.5 trillion in interest-only loans are coming due, and with vacancies, plunging valuations, and higher interest rates, more companies are just going to walk away. It's no wonder Google searches for how to buy gold hit record levels in 2023. It's as simple as calling Patriot Gold Group today, by the way. Find out why they are an A-plus consumer affairs top-rated gold and silver company nationwide. Call the proud Americans at Patriot Gold today before it's too late. Mention Newsmax and you'll get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be physical gold and silver. Call 888-309-9181. That's 888-309-9181 and get a free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for six years in a row. Call now, 888-309-9181. Protect your retirement with the Patriot Gold Group. FBI, DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's the Rob Carson Show. We're going to get to them in the uh, testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday and also uh, blockbuster news from uh, Representative Tim Burchett, who was on our show, who says the uh, the reason why there was no evidence <clears throat> available, no forensic evidence or anything, uh, with regard to the bag of cocaine found in the White House is because the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Secret Service blew it up. They knew there was coke in it. It tested positive for cocaine, and they blew it up anyway. So there you go. There's your Secret Service. Yeah, they're Secret Service. I, I have a feeling, you know, if, if the FBI is any indication, it looks like uh, the, the current uh, task, the, the people working for the Secret Service, you need to be concerned about your agency. And ex-officers, you also need to as well. Because right now, with this, uh, I don't want to see the Secret Service become the nef- next FBI. And the FBI right now is a joke. All right? So we'll get to that very shortly, but I'm looking at the lyrics to uh, try that in a small town. So sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on an owner of a liquor store. Uh, You think it's cool? Well, uh, act like a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough? Try that in a small town. That is uh, racist, and uh, it also uh, is about lynching and racism. And I'm looking at the, well, it's just, I'm not meaning to pick on any musical genre. I'm just saying, if you say this is racist, I'm going to go ahead and look at uh, the current hip-hop charts, ladies and gentlemen. And I just looked this up. This is a new song. Uh, And the headline is, JT holds nothing back on new single, No Bars. And here are the lyrics to JT. She's a girl, by the way. At least she identifies as one. Uh, He gonna keep the bills paid because he know a B word for, uh, you know, B word, fine. 
B-Word's always in my business, JT, what you really do. I be at home playing fetch by a swimming pool. I'm a real big dog. B-Word, you a scrappy-doo. Which, by the way, everybody knows what scrappy-doo ruined the franchise. I mean, honestly, it just ruined Scooby-Doo. So did Kazoo and the Flintstones. Uh, Generation X, thank you very much. Okay, well, let's look at another song here. This is a song, literally, it's called, you know, you, have, you say, like, what the bleep do you mean? But the, the bleep is an F word. This is just bleep you mean. So it's like a question, but you're dropping the what at the beginning. You know, you understand, uh, you know, whatever. So anyway, it's called uh, Bleep You Mean, all right? Bleep you mean. You're going to want to back calling me splurge. Watch me jump right off the curb. Bentley spur, fly like a bird. Blah, blah, blah. Goes on, says, uh, young going to want to. They reckon my nerves. I'm about to pour up some syrup. Effing this B-word like a perv, smack from the back, grab her perm. Ice the burr, bleeping on all you little bleeps. Um, yeah, we need to go after Small Town by uh, Jason Aldean because it's super racist. You betcha. You betcha. Yeah, certainly uh, Jason Aldean is going to end the culture as we know it uh, because all these other lyrics are completely wholesome and awesome and would never be banned from, uh, you know, like television like CMT did. Let's go to Cro- uh, Clay in Owings Mill, Maryland. Uh, Clay, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. Good afternoon. Yeah. Listen, uh, What's her name that commented on that song? Cheryl Crow. Crow. Yes, Cheryl Crow. I, she is the same one who a number of years ago uh, directed everyone in order to conserve trees or paper, I forget which, use one square of toilet paper each yes. time. Yes. Shows you where her brain is. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, Clay, I appreciate the reminder. Thank you very much. Uh, Clay, uh, 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 by the way, she said that she was taken out of context. But, uh, you know, honestly, uh, I doubt it. (laughs) Because she's a lefty, she's a greenie, and all of that stuff. And and she kind of stepped in it, to be quite honest. Uh, She should have just stayed out of it. Uh, I appreciate the call, uh, Clay. Thank you very much. I I don't mind Cheryl Crow's music. I I really don't. She did a... a, uh, wonderful duet with uh, Kid Rock a few years ago. And it's one of, the, one of my favorites, like country crossover song and all that. But honestly, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you attack your own for something that doesn't there. So she's attacking a fellow musician slash she, she's kind of a crossover artist. So she's attacking someone in country music f- to appeal to a leftist, uh, a leftist audience that doesn't even listen to country music. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know, uh, if, uh, for instance, um, Ron DeSantis just decided to tell everybody that uh, Donald Trump didn't do enough on January the 6th. It's kind of that. It's kind of stab and just mm, stab, 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 like pull over the shower curtain, stab, stab, stab in the back kind of thing going on there. I'm just making a little comparison. I'm not saying that really happened, but it did. Let's go to Adrian in uh, Milford, Virginia. Hello, Adrian. What's going on? Hey, bud. What's going on, sir? Hey, uh, so check this out. Unlike you, I am a country music listener. I've been listening. I grew up in the city, but uh, I became yes, a country boy. And uh, fell in love with country music. They always talk about working hard in America and stuff. drinking yes. beer. I don't drink yes. anything. You know, just the same old simple stuff that we do. Yes. But that means that, don't you find it all? Well, you probably don't because we're on the same level here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't it strange that all these country folks talk about how they love America, 
how they stick up for each other and all that. And I remember country music awards were very tight group, you know, Dolly Parton, Johnny, all them. But where yep. are they at now? Where mm. look, well, one of their own is getting attacked, and he's 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 getting brutally attacked. And they all know as much as anybody knows this guy's not racing. This guy's just a good old country boy who's about to go broke, who got a break and took advantage and and succeeded and executed on what he believed he wanted to do. Where do you know why? All his Adrian. friends. Where are all his friends? Adrian, here's why. Listening. Country music has been taken over by a bunch of posers who couldn't make it in any other genre. And I got to tell you, I, I like Taylor Swift. I think she's awesome. Uh, I mean, re, is she really down with country music? I mean, she really like down with country music because the kind of country no. music that I listen to is the kind of country music my mom and dad used to listen to at Honky Tonks when I was a kid. And we go to the Crescent Inn in Crescent, Iowa, and I'd get a Red Baron pizza. And uh, mom and dad would sit there and we'd hear Waylon Jennings and we'd hear Willie Nelson and all of that stuff. And it was nothing racist about that. It's just You've got country music populated by a bunch of posers who had no upbringing like this. Shania, Shania Twain's from Canada, for God's sake. I mean, I mean, seriously. How down with the struggle could people from Canada be? I know. I'm ticked off. Rob, Rob, listen to this. Look, there's, there's songs what? that are even hardcore than that song. I'm not going to put them out there because I don't want to get them attacked. But if you look at country music, there's songs that are way more harsh and way more tough than what this guy wrote. And they're not attacking them. Why? Because they're under their side. Yes, Adrian, and and the thing is, the song is powerful, and it's resonating, and it's calling out the left for the destruction that they did, and the left sees in the people in flyover country, they see their end. They see the end of their movement, and there are enough people in small towns across the country, black, white, purple, Asian, what the hell, who are going to take the country back from these people. So they're terrified. Whenever they freak out, you know they're over the target. That's the way it is, Adrian. That's the way it always has been. And I don't dis like country huh <laughs> i don't dislike hey, man, country on, bro man. what all right take, i don't joke all of a sudden you can't take it down no, kidding man <laughs> get out of here <laughs> goodbye get out of go drink some drink some beer and drive a pickup truck and fire a gun in the air actually that's what i'm gonna do after the show today <clears throat> not in the air i bought a uh, an airsoft rifle and it looks like an m4 and uh, my wife got all bent out of shape because I wanted to have an airsoft rifle that shoots these little uh, plastic BBs. 500 uh, feet per second is fast as hell. You can shoot on the back fence. It's uh, about 50 yards. I can hit a dime-sized target with it. And my wife hates it. And I showed it. was funny. I showed it to my neighbor. And I took my little uh, airsoft rifle and I said, I said, hey, what do you think about this? And he goes, he looked at me and he goes, well, you know, I got a real one. So it's not real impressive. <laughs> It was like walking up to, I don't know, it was like walking up to Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator and, and showing him a BB gun or something. I don't even know. I just, it, was, it was just laughable. I'm thinking, hey, you'll be impressed. He's like, yeah, I got a real one. Put that toy away. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Uh, oh, oh here, here's another. And we're going to move out of the country music thing. I could talk about it all day. Um, but uh, congratulations to Jason Aldean. It's a great song, and it's what America has been saying for a long time. Uh, Biden creeps, keeps bragging about his economy, but the polling shows the American people aren't buying it. This is another thing that they don't believe. It's like they don't, they know, the people of the United States know that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are very corrupt. The Biden family are very corrupt. It, there's no doubt about it, all right? They know that uh, the most obvious answer for the cocaine in the White House is Hunter Biden brought it in. We're not stupid. And you know what? You, you can try to put this fire out, okay? Congress, Jamie Raskin, whoever. You can try and put it out, but the genie is out of the bottle. 
We know it. And, and Joe Biden can go around <clears throat> and literally take Bidenomics, which, again, is something that is, is so bad that it's, it's literally a punchline. His economic policy is a punchline. When you say Bidenomics, people go guffaw, and they spit, you know, do spit takes with, you know, viscous beverages in their mouths. And, uh, and so nobody believes this. But Joe Biden is doing this uh, very, uh, I'm not sure which totalitarian regime did it, but he's basically uh, projecting turning around the argument against him on the people who have the facts and he think it's going to make a difference so it's like oh my economy sucks well my economy doesn't suck it's basically saying i know you are but what am i and it's not going to work so Joe Biden keeps talking about how great the economy is, trying to take credit for polling, but for it. But polling shows the American people not buying it. Millions of Americans across the country still struggling with the higher prices of food, gas, and other items. You cannot lie. And this is, by the way, from Gateway Pundit, right-wing organization that actually covers story and nobody else does. So uh, Bidenomics: three in ten Americans feel the country is doing a better job recovering economically than the rest of the world since the pandemic. This is from Monmouth University. So, yeah, good luck. Good luck touting the, uh, the awesomeness of that economy because only 3 in 10 Americans uh, believe it is good. Uh, approval among independents stands at 41% for jobs and unemployment, 37% for transportation uh, because Pete Buttigieg is transphobic. It's so bad because he's afraid of transportation, I guess, and energy infrastructure. Just 26% on inflation. So, please, whatever you do, whatever you do, keep saying Bidenomics is awesome. Because, once again, like uh, Joe Biden is a corrupt, nobody believes you. That's just the way it is. I found it interesting yesterday, after a day of devastating testimony by two FBI whistleblowers who uh, were high-ranking, who'd been with the agency, one for 13 years, one for 14 years, under oath in front of Congress, knowing their careers would turn to S-word like so many others who have whistleblown when it comes to the FBI and the IRS. They went ahead and they came out and they saw what, what was wrong. And one of them, the gay Democrat, uh, risked everything, including his job, his friends. He's getting attacked by Democrats, and he did it anyway. And he did it with facts. None of this is hearsay. All of this is backed up with evidence. And it's not in a court of law, but it will be. All right? So I find it funny that everybody is saying that this is pure political theater. All right? Pure political theater. I want to juxtapose this with the January 6th hearing, which was a one-sided kangaroo court of Democrats and rhino Republicans, including Liz Cheney, who was destroyed by 40 points to get into Congress by Harriet Hageman, because Liz Cheney did, among other things, the idiotic January the 6th committee, right? So January the 6th committee, they hired a producer from ABC. They had lights, camera, action, no opposing opinions, no cross-examination the whole deal, and they are claiming that uh, this hearing yesterday, with no fanfare, with just members of Congress questioning these two IRS agents, they're claiming it's political theater. Well, let's hear the introduction from NBC News, live coverage of the Kangaroo Court January the 6th hearing. If you want to hear theater. An NBC News special report. 
the unprecedented primetime hearing. The results of the year-long investigation into the January 6th attack. More than a thousand witnesses interviewed. New evidence and never-before-seen video set to be revealed tonight. It wasn't the video that Tucker Carlson unveiled that exonerated a lot of people, including Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman who got invited into the Senate and uh, did a prayer, did a prayer for the police. The January 6th committee seeks to answer who is to blame for the assault on the nation's capital. And you know what the hearings found? Uh, Nothing. Absolutely zero. So there you go. There's your political theater. Now, coming up, one of the reasons why the uh, whistleblower ex, uh, Joseph Ziegler, uh, found out about Hunter Biden. He wasn't investigating the Biden's business dealings. He was investigating something far worse, and he happened to stumble on Hunter Biden's involvement. Other than that, nothing to see here. Here's the number, 800-922-6680 on The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. Little Gary Clark Jr., by the way. In case you wondered who Gary Clark Jr. is, he's a god. Not the god, of course, but he's a god. Gary Clark Jr., if you saw the movie Elvis, the uh, one that came out was Oscar-nominated and all that, uh, Gary Clark Jr. is the gentleman who's playing in the blues club while the couple are dancing and Elvis is peeking under through the, uh, through the boards and watching them dance. That's Gary Clark Jr., and he is a, a genius, genius blues and rock guitarist. He works with Tom Morello, formerly with Rage of the Machine, Against the Machine, and versatile if you like rock, if you like blues. Gary Clark Jr., just trust me on this. I, I share this because music is sudden. It's an important part of my life, and uh, and it's awesome, and it's really, really awesome. Uh, real quick before we uh, get into the testimony yesterday, here's something that's going to, I think it's going to tick you off, because uh, we found out that for the first time in history, uh, cocaine was found in the White House. Then uh, uh, Lauren Boebert went into the skiff to find more information and found out that the Secret Service has also found pot in the White House twice. Now, uh, uh, Dan Bongino, ex-Secret Service agent, Fox uh, host and nationally syndicated broadcaster and friend of uh, this guy right here, he said, well, uh, everybody in the Secret Service who is somebody and is in the know knows the cocaine story, who it was brought from, and who it was brought for. And so he literally is saying it wasn't brought by possibly Hunter Biden or someone who maybe is a crack addict in the White House but maybe left for somebody in the White House who might have a crack addiction, which makes you kind of also go, maybe they left the weed there too. I'm just kind of, again, like thinking out loud, but the only way that somebody who is as highly surveilled and, and, uh, and leads a, such a public lifestyle as Hunter Biden, the only way that he could, if, if he was still addicted to cocaine, and you know, certainly I'm sure he's turned over a new leaf and all of that stuff that, you know, Whatever, but uh, but uh, you know the only way he could get you know somebody like Hunter Biden could get stuff is to have it sneaked in for him because you know all the Secret Service and this and the that and this and the that and the this and that. And so uh, Dan Bongino said, "Hey man, if there was a baggie, they got fingerprints on it. They know where it's from. They know it's here. There's no video surveillance in the whole deal. 
But uh, Congressman Tim Burchett, who was on this show earlier this week, said uh, this is what they did. Now, you, you heard on the show when they found the, the, uh, the, the Coke, they tested the Coke on the scene, and they found it was Coke. Okay, cocaine. But here's what the Secret Service did with it. They treated it as a biological entity and for some reason destroyed it because, uh, you know, to me it just seems like they would go in there with the hazmat suits on, put it in a protective bag, take it to a lab for analysis. But instead, apparently, they blew the thing up. Um, it's It's just a complete joke and a nightmare. Yeah. They tested the damned bag on the scene, and then they used their authorities as law enforcement to declare the item to be some sort of a hazard, take it uh, presumably to a field or something, and blew it to smithereens. Now, somebody who was maybe suspicious of an extremely corrupt government, which is what we have in Washington, D.C., might say the Secret Service did that to destroy all the evidence. I'll let you decide in your own minds. I think I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. No crooked, crooked establishment. None of that twisting the truth. No talking down don't to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell, tell me how to think. think. They let, let me decide. Newsmax. Real news. For real people. Ah, uh, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 